I am Kirsten. I am Joshua. Uh, I'm Kyla. And this is the weird and suspicious. That's weird. <laughs> That's suspicious. And bum 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 bum. <laughs> if you want to email us, you can email us all your stories about your crazy lives at theweirdandsuspicious at gmail.com. And our Instagram is theweirdandsuspicious. And those are the really important ones right now. We have other social media platforms, but there's nothing on there. So, And if you all want to be so nice, you could leave us a review and give us a rating. Visiting the cabin on the lake was a bad idea, but I did it anyway. To my surprise, my job granted me two months paid leave. Honestly, I think they wanted to rid themselves of me. The feeling was mutual. I was a disaster. My life was in shambles. Some solitude was in order. The fact that their work gave them two months paid leave is a little bit wild. I wish. Recently divorced, I moved into a cheap basement apartment and found solace there. My buddy Bob owned the place. He was able to sublet the unit for the duration of my trip, leaving me scot-free. Which leads me to why I did what I did. Why I fled to the cabin by the lake, all alone, in the middle of nowhere. You see, sometime last year, around the time my ex told me to hit the road, Jack, don't you come back no more, a story <laughs> appeared in my mind's eye. A thriller about a cheating wife who shacks up with a serial killer. The story came equipped with plot, characters, and a twisted finale. Turns out the wife was the killer. Apparently it's not a very good finale because we're fucking giving it away. I've had similar experiences in the past, but never so vivid. Writing a novel with my life's ambition? My ex thought this was stupid. Writing a novel takes time, she'd say, and bills don't pay themselves, which is a very true statement, so I'm guessing he's a bum. She you supported two months, him. Two months off of work? Yeah, he was definitely a bum. He's a pillow princess. Does he? Because why is she saying bills don't pay themselves? Yeah. I feel he's like getting... he's the type to where if he would have gotten famous and they would have he would have gotten rich, he would have divorced her and she wouldn't have gotten any money and he would have been like, you didn't help me create this life. I'm only here because of myself and you don't deserve any of it. You have no part of it, even though she supported him in his beginning so that he could get to that point. That's gonna be me. If anyone wants to to sugar mama me while I try to become famous on the internet, I promise I will do that exact same thing to you. Perfect. It's hard to mess up. Perfect. <laughs> it's a great deal, I know. Back to it. Alrighty. Is my video still on? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yes. <laughs> Recently, I reached out to my estranged sister, who had been keeping the cabin up to date, and asked if I could reside there for the summer. She was thrilled. Expect visitors, she texted, followed by a bouquet of smiley faces. A bouquet? I don't remember how this word is pronounced. <sighs> Banquet. Banquet? Yeah. Okay. All right. She's 
Expect visitors, she texted, followed by a bukkake of smiling faces. <laughs> oh my god. Perfect. The drive was daunting. I hadn't been <laughs> that far north in years. My ex hated the cabin and refused to go. I didn't blame her. It was a humble cabin with no indoor plumbing or electricity. Why does that sound familiar? It's just a shed. <laughs> because every horror movie comes with a cabin with no indoor plumbing or electricity. Also, the one okay, of the stories okay. I read, I believe, last week had was set in that uh, cabin like well, that. It's the same one. It's now equipped with a with a marine battery hooked up to an inverter, so I can charge my laptop and phone. The narrow roads twisted and forked, causing havoc on my crappy little Chevy. In fact, I blew a tire and was forced to travel on a shoddy spare most of the trip. Out here, you'd have better luck finding a serial killer than a service vehicle. But I digress. I can't stand when people say that. I'm gonna start saying that when we get off. But I digress. It's super annoying. I arrived at sundown. The cabin seemed smaller, a mere seed in the backwash of the north. Next to it, dangling from a mighty oak, a tire swing dawdled. Suddenly, I was six years old again. With daddy swinging me to the stars. Oh! Daddy! He loved the cabin. He would fish off the dock, pulling in smallmouth bass, sunfish, and the occasional walleye, and grill them up for dinner. Disgusting. The cabin creaked as I... The cabin creaked as I crept about, the kerosene lamp providing its modest light. Once my phone and laptop were fully charged, I tried my best to unwind. The lonesome call of coyotes crackled across the sky. Who was coloring? I was scratching something out. <laughs> of what? Because I am writing things down to, um, so I have names for all of our stories. And you were just scribbling over everything you wrote down? You're like, fuck over... this story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> it sounded like coloring. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got distracted. Darkness blanketed the fingernail moon. I don't know why they keep trying to use these weird descriptions. Maybe it's because like they think they're a writer or something. I'm going to guess they never got paid for writing. I shrank into the couch. Fingernail moon doesn't even make sense, but I'll go with it. It's stupid, is what it is. So, anyway, like a a crescent moon. The amazing. next sentence has five words in it. But like just a teeny, teeny, tiny. Oh, I shrank into the couch. Arriving at nightfall was a bad idea. Especially this far north. Are you serious? These sentences are terrible. No, people on Reddit aren't writers. They, they're they people like he, me going on there and telling creepy stories. Men. He said he was a writer. Anyway. That's why, that's why his wife was mad. Because he's a terrible writer and he wasn't bringing in money. And she's like, you're not going to get very far. <laughs> I digress. Especially I'm so sick of you guys already, and we've literally been on here. You, for- me, I digress. <laughs> Look at that. 
<laughs> this is why no one likes us. <laughs> I was getting spooked. The cabin felt peculiar, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Must be jitters. That said, the cabin rests on a small peninsula surrounded by lakes and trees. If anything bad were to happen, there was nowhere to hide. Great to know. <laughs> no, no. No, no. No. Ah, uh, yes. Hide, hide in, in the trees. Grandpa's old shotgun was hanging proudly on the wall next to a dusty bottle of booze. I took a swig, welcoming the warmth of the whiskey as it warmed my insides. Disgusting. Mm, we love a warm mm, inside. Love my insides are warm. There was other ways to say that than warmed my insides. Anyway, I locked the front door. <laughs> I locked the front door like this would help and settled onto the old Chesterfield, bottle in hand. A chill crept in like a crook. I added kindling to the fireplace, and soon the cabin was toasty warm. The family portrait hanging next to the fireplace brought tears to my eyes. It was taken in this very spot. My parents were so young. My big sis was entering her gothic phase. I was a dorky kid with glasses and bad acne. The whiskey went down like water. Soon I was curled up on the couch, drifting to sleep whirled at my fingertips. Something jarred me awake. A noise. I leapt. I, <gasps> yeah. I, I leapt from the couch and combed the cabin. Nothing. I stumbled outside and looked around, using my phone as a flashlight. My eyes needed a moment to adjust. I used that time to relieve my bowels. I'm sorry, he shit in the woods? <laughs> The outhouse built by my grandfather. He's One like, I minute. got spooked, so I went and shit in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> he actually shit himself. It's a defense mechanism. <laughs> really scared, and um, he wanted to add that he shit himself, but like he just wanted to try and make it seem like a more uh, relieved my bowels. <laughs> yeah, in a more bowel relieving way. Oh, disgusting! <laughs> <laughs> I think we're done here. I'll work this into a Tinder pickup line <laughs> somehow. <laughs> The outhouse, built by my grandfather many moons ago, was a terrifying sight, but nature was calling, as they say. <laughs> a we shitty ghost read, story. We just Literally. <laughs> Who adds that in there? I don't know. Men. I, like, as the rickety door swung open, a bat flew into my hair. Frantically, I spun in circles on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I 
funniest thing ever. <laughs> I spun in circles and almost tumbled down the toilet. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? This is like an exorcism. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> I gagged. Falling into a derelict into a derelict dung dungeon <laughs> was deeply disturbing. <laughs> Who would imagine such a thing? After a struggle, the bat flew away, but not before digging its claws deep into my scalp. You've got rabies, a voice behind me stated, matter-of-factly. I froze. My heart was a jackrabbit. Someone was here, but who? The nearest like cottage someone just was- seen me carry my shit across this field. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw somebody carry their shit across the field, open a door, swing around, because you may or may not see the bat. <laughs> Yeah, just spin in circles, dive headfirst into the into the dilapidated dung dungeon, whatever the fuck. And they have rabies. They are actively rabid. They, yeah, yeah. They they they've had it this whole time. It it didn't come from the bat. So, guys, live update. There was a shooting about ten minutes away from me. Do I go investigate? Yeah. Okay, but what does the voice in the back of your head say? Probably says yes. I think it says no. Hmm. Hmm. So, nearest cottage was six miles away. Fist clenched, I turned around, ready to pounce out of the dung dungeon. Yeah, he does. The face. <laughs> that was dumbest shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all struggling. Please, we're like not even anything into this story either. There are two months. This is night one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, don't even. It's no. We're we've got to be like halfway done. So, the face in the tree snarled. Its eyes were circled knots. Its licorice lips formed a furious frown. Is it the the cat from Alice in Wonderland? He fell down the tunnel of the fucking shit <laughs> thing, and now it's the shit Alice in Wonderland cat. That's why that nobody ever finds Alice in Wonderland. I'd get that checked out if I were you. I screamed like a scared child. Then, after soiling myself, you literally just shit. Oh my god! Maybe he peed himself. Then, after soiling myself, I charged into the cabin and changed my clothes, cursing the entire time. Coming here was a mistake. This was all too obvious. The time to leave was now. It was very obvious that this was all gonna happen. This guy's into bodily functions. I grabbed the gun and pointed it at the tree, daring it to speak, my trigger finger twitching eagerly, ready to blow the tree into oblivion. 
It winked. I dropped the gun and rifled towards the car, screaming bloody murder. The car groaned. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Drops the gun. <laughs> he said he was ready to blow the tree into oblivion, but he dropped the gun, so. I feel like this entire time he was crying. <laughs> He's like, I've been waiting my whole life for this. The car groaned. The spare tire was as flat as my love life. I wasn't going anywhere. The face in the tree snickered as I sulked. Had it really spoken to me? I assured myself it did not. Trees don't talk. My mind was racing, my palms an ocean of sweat. Paranoia had long settled in. I needed to calm Deep down. Sweet pants are sweaty. So I... Arms are heavy. So I took a deep breath and ate some spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shit. I'm just kidding. Shit on his pants already. <laughs> so, so I took a deep breath and counted to ten. Then I texted my sis, asking her to deliver me a new tire. Pronto. I transferred her some cash. Since I wasn't going anywhere, I decided to make the best of this. Novels don't write themselves, you know. The tangerine sun spilled across the tops of trees. The morning fresh with dew. A brisk breeze belched across the cold lake. He really likes using description words. That he really does. Somewhere above me, a blue jay squat. I tiptoed behind the cabin towards the deck, muttering nonsensically. Grandpa's shotgun led the charge. A squeaky voice startled me. Take a jump in the lake. I turned gun extended, trembling profusely. Who's there? I called out, despising the fear in my voice. The forest fluctuated. Trees rattled, their leaves in unison. Stupid human. Uh, I think it's schizophrenic. Oh, uh, yeah. A skinny birch scolded. Its deadpan eyes fixated on mine. I must be losing it, I told myself, rubbing the sleep from my eyes. I scurried back to the cabin, stubbing my toe on a jagged rock. The pain was egregious. This was not how I wanted to spend my summer. With a stubbed toe. I brewed some coffee. Like it's not going to go away in literally like two or three days. I brewed some coffee, then fired up the laptop. My My mind needed rest from the talking trees. A healthy distraction was in order. Time to work. It was slow going at first. The words came cautiously, like riding a bicycle with square tires. That's cautious? Yeah, you know you know how easy and it is to just be very cautious riding that square bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> the coffee cut me perked. At some point mm. after reaching fifteen hundred words, I paused for a stretch. It was high noon. Not bad. I was actually doing it. I was writing my very first novel. We can tell us your first. <laughs> this is his novel right here. This is the one that he was writing. 
<laughs> Menacing clouds appeared through the one and only window. He made that one word. The one and I only window. The, the one and only window. I sighed. Then, while taking tentative sips from my favorite mug, I reread my work. The story was compelling. I and fucking I hate him. <laughs> oh my god, I hate him. He reread his work and then he turned it in, and every publishing company was like, This is trash. So he yeah, he's him. like, But it was awfully compelling, was it not? He's like, Nobody knows what, <laughs> what good work is anymore. Soon I would introduce the antagonist, the protagonist's best friend, and the wife's nefarious affairs would be exposed. Four coffees later, nature called. Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, he, I was gonna say something when he was drinking coffees, but I'm like, surely not, right? Surely not. This guy has a shit fantasy. <laughs> you did not live. I sauntered outside and found a bush. The face in the tree. <laughs> oh my god. The face in the tree greeted me. Your story sucks. The tree barked. Oh my god. You guys know what? The tree barked. Get it? Get it? <laughs> I never would have picked up on that. Oh my god. I the tree this, barked. <laughs> the surrounding trees tittered, rattling their leaves in apparent approval. Each tree wore a treacherous face. I shuddered. Fear gripped me by the balls. Had I entered an alternate dimension, or had I simply lost my mind? Maybe both. Only time would tell. No one will ever read it, a neighboring tree chimed. Its sardonic voice sent icy chills down my spine. Oh, my bowels geez. protested. Disgusting. Oh my God. <laughs> <What> <laughs> this cabin shirt could use indoor plumbing. <laughs> no wonder my ex refused to come here. Reluctantly, and with every ounce of courage I could muster, I stepped inside the outhouse and did my business. The trees tease me the entire time. Don't fall in. Or get any on ya. Look out for them bats. I ignored their mocking as best I could, which wasn't easy. It's not every day you get ridiculed by sinister-looking trees whilst defecating in a tumble-down outhouse. I checked my phone. No word from sis. My stomach groused. It's five-minute warning. If I didn't soon make lunch, there would be hell to pay. I washed up, then fetched the barbecue from the shed. I cringed. Unlike the cabin, the shed bore no resemblance to its former self. Typically, it would store canoes, paddle boats, and life jackets, plus a plethora of power tools. Not anymore. Lining the walls were hefty boxes stuffed with peculiar items that one would expect at a seance or an outlandish Halloween party. Did he say that something was defecating? Him? Yeah, himself. <laughs> okay. I was really confused for a second. He won't stop talking about having the shit. About shitting, yeah. Yeah. The box of baby corpses was vomit-inducing. The jet-black Ouija board leaning loftily against a witch's cauldron made my skin crawl. I shook my head in disbelief. What the hell has my sis been up to? 
I couldn't leave the shed soon enough. The door slammed behind me on my way out. Warily, I set about chopping vegetables, then tossed them along with some hot dogs onto the grill. Just then, something touched my foot, scaring me stupid. A chipmunk. After nearly having a heart attack, I tossed it some bread, to which it devoured. Don't feed the wildlife, a medium-sized maple scorned. So, <laughs> this please. <laughs> First. This is such good content. This I love man it. found a box of baby corpses. Oh, and yes. then immediately was like, you know what I gotta do? Make some food. Let's make some hot dogs. <laughs> Honestly, I have gonna save my thoughts. Keep going. Okay. Thank you for that statement. Yeah. The surrounding trees concurred. Stupid human. <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> my mind was imploding when a booming voice belted across the lake. Stop teasing. The forest switched off. High as an ivory tower, the mighty oak brooded, its knotted eyes burning into mine. Don't mind them, it bellowed. When you reach 200 years old, you'll be as cranky as a crabapple tree. Worse, perhaps. I coughed. Um, they're real? The oak chuckled. Of course, everything here is alive. Thanks to your sister, we owe this all to her. I couldn't believe what I'd just heard. A million responses swirled inside my mind, each more devastating than the last. There was no way any of this was real. Before I could catch my thoughts, the smell of burning meat stole my attention. My food was aflame. Frantically, I dropped the charred remains of my lunch onto a plate and sulked. My wiener rolled away. <laughs> the squirrel wasted no time stealing it from under me. I can't. Please. Please. If this guy's these are, these are great descriptions. He's good. (laughs) These are fantastic descriptions. I don't know what you guys are laughing at. Nothing but snickers from the surrounding trees. And from us. They aren't themselves when they're hungry. This was insane. Trees don't talk. I reminded myself, this isn't real. Thunder crashed in the distance. The sky turned to menacing gray. Looks like rain, the oak warned. Well, duh, its neighbors heckled. I I escaped to the deck, tripping over my own two feet in the process, and fell face first in a puddle of mud, spilling the food. I thought he already dropped it. Only the wiener. Apparently away. he had more. <laughs> he had the bun, he had the ketchup. All Gross. separate. He was going <laughs> to eat was... them as a little bit of happiness. He was going to eat them separately. <laughs> One in each fist. <laughs> I sighed. This was an all-time low. I was coming unhinged. Maybe I should check myself into a hospital. Surely there's medication for this. I picked myself up and searched for my foam. Oh, how I wish my sister would respond. Whenever I called her, it went directly to her inbox, which was full. Of course. The view from the deck was stunning. The lake loomed large under the thick of the forest. 
I retrieved my laptop and went to work, doing my darndest to ignore the madness that surrounded me. There are no talking trees. There are no talking trees. After a shaky start, the words danced from my fingertips, filling the screen with story. I was 4,000 words deep when I stopped suddenly. Raindrops felt like bombs. I scuttled inside, found the whiskey, and continued writing until my fingers could no longer perform their function. You know. Finally, as the storm let up, (laughs) I scooted outside to pee. Every time. Every fucking time. He's scuttling and scooting around. I don't know what to do with my hands. (laughs) Please tell me someone knows what I'm talking about. No? No. You're all pieces of shit. Talladega Nights, obviously. Um... So, anyways, he scooted outside to pee. You should never have come here, the face in the tree told me. Humans don't belong here. (laughs) My world went red. Something inside me snapped. With fiery rage, I charged the tree and was immediately scooped up by the seat of my pants. What? What the? My feet flew to the top of the tree. Put me down. Blood rushed to my vein, my <laughs> blood rushed to my brain. Vertigo unfriended me. My body dangled dangerously, flapping like a fish. I tried to free myself, but it was no use. I was snagged, trapped with his arm-like branches. Hey, Pete! The lowly tree laughed. I caught me a biggin. <laughs> I don't like humans, Pete replied. They're not to be trusted. Should I keep them or toss them aside? Keep them, the forest consented in unison. Let me down, I shouted in vain, swaying like a marionette. The trees rattled their leaves. Hang him up for the night. He'll be dead by morning. Or he'll wish he was. Their chatter was cantankerous. He made it up just for the story. I I, know I really want to look this up. That's going to piss me off. Bad-tempered, argumentative, and uncooperative. Of course, of course. Cantankerous. Put him down, the mighty oak roared. Or what, the forest gasped. Or you'll be sorry. I'm not afraid of you, my captor replied. Proving this, it pummeled me, thrusting my bruised body with blunt branches until I was beaten to a pulp. My cries for mercy were in vain. I said a prayer, then started drifting in and out of consciousness. The warm blood trickling down my face snapped me awake, adrenaline to the rescue. I started my retaliation. Using the pointed end of a branch as a spear, I stabbed the tree repeatedly, my voice filling the forest with seething rain. Stab tree with tree. Hey, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> hey, watch it, pal. The tree lifted me as high as the sky and started shaking me. My phone fell from my pocket, smashing into a million pieces. I grimaced. This was not how I imagined my death would be. Release the human. The forest fell silent. Tears streamed down my face. I prepared for death. Without warning, the tree let me go. I hit every branch on the way down. 
<laughs> then I passed out. <laughs> the tree just put its branches out, just like every single one. I will let him go. <laughs> like little tree punches. <laughs> it hits him into every branch. My pretzel-like body lay in ruins, shivering on the cold, wet grass. Something was poking me. Jack! A woman's voice whispered. Jack, wake up! (laughs) My sister... Jack! My sister repeated more firmly. My eyes snapped open. The sunlight was blinding. I reached out an arm. regretting it immediately. The pain was instantaneous. She helped me up as best she could. I barely recognized her. Her face was gaunt. Her cardigan hanging loosely over her brittle bones like loose skin. Tammy, I cried. The tree tried to kill me. I regretted saying this, knowing how crazy it sounded. But couldn't help it. It was disheveled and confused. I was disheveled and confused. Tammy ignored me. Instead, she helped me to the lake and washed away the blood. The trees kept to themselves, leaving me wondering if they ever spoke at all. Did a tree really just try to kill me? Was this all a bad dream? My eyes went searching for faces but found none. Just trees. After an hour of listening to my outrageous claims, Tammy indulged me with secrets. Apparently, her group of Wiccans stumbled upon a life-bringing spell, one that could forever change the landscape of our world. They used this cabin to test it out. It worked. The forest came alive. They reveled at the possibilities. She decided not to tell me this ahead of time. Why am I not surprised? They had to use baby corpses? Um, yeah. That's not what you use to get what you want? Well, I don't get what I want, so I'm obviously not doing it correctly. So, fortunately, she brought a spare tire, and soon my car was packed and ready to roll. Before we left, I lit a fire. As far as I'm concerned, the cabin and all that surrounds it can burn in hell. I spent the summer residing in her basement, working tirelessly on my novel. It's nearly finished. The writing is coming along swimmingly. In fact, just this morning, another story arrived, fully formed. Name and all. The cabin trip that nearly killed me. That's what he named it. I thought it was a terrible name. Is that the end? Yeah. Okay, I feel like he really made a lot of that up and was trying so hard to, like, make a scary movie that's like, is it a scary movie or is this guy just crazy? And then everyone's kind of like, this guy's just stupid. I think he didn't make any of it up. He is actually crazy. And he made up the end part being like, yeah, my sister's a Wiccan, and this totally happened. Huh. (laughs) This comment's like, your sister murdered some babies? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, someone... (laughs) Derelict Dung Dungeon was deeply disturbing. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> now say it ten times fast. Oh, dun, dungeon, dun, dungeon, dun. Derelict Dung Dungeon. Derelict Dung Dungeon. Oh. That was a really funny one, if nothing else. 
11 out of 10. Hilarious. Love yeah, it. it was. It was. Kylo's like, I didn't do any uh, notes, and then comes wait. with the best story of all. <laughs> I think Stories. it's a good story. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the story itself is, right? It's very funny. I don't I don't pre-read stories. I just look at it and I'm like, hmm, that's a long one. Yeah. After Reddit, I don't pre-read them either, so that's that's why most of my stories are shit. So for a, a bit of meta whatever, uh that same person has also posted a story called Help I'm Trapped Inside a Porta Potty. <laughs> yes. Yes. I want to. I want to read it. I want to read it. I did Thunderbirds. Um, it is a Native American folklore. They are a giant bird slash deity, and um, in the Native culture, they have like a lot of paintings and sculptures. They are often very feared, and they create thunder when they flap their wings, and lightning comes from their eyes. Um, some are like, yeah, it's like the protector of humans, but also like, if you have really terrible morals, it's gonna punish you. Um, Sorry, Kyla, you gotta go. Their wingspan is from 15 to 20 feet. So from tip to tip. Is that it? I think so. They are so big that they carry lakes on their back and block the sun when they fly by. They have a pointy beak and razor sharp talons. They are very large and strong, and it can apparently carry a whale in their talons. Same. And they, um, I said they can be angry, but I don't know if that's what I meant to say, because, like, I don't know. How <laughs> they does, can like, be Thunderbird be angry? angry. They get very angry. <laughs> One legend says that they have turned an entire village to stone because they were all morally corrupt people. And um, they essentially are the cause of storms and lightning, and the lightning causes fires. So, like, that's not great. Um, It's a very... The Thunderbirds specifically are, like, a North American thing, but, like, large birds in general are all over the world. Like, legends and folklores of them. They are most often seen in summer and spring, like when it's the stormy season, and they have assisted tribes with finding food in hard times. They are the spirit of the sky, a link between the physical and spiritual world. Um, They were created by Nanabuzo. Nanabuzu? I don't know how you say it. I'm sorry. Um, And it, it... like they were to fight underwater spirits and they were used to punish humans who broke moral rules. The Thunderbird lived in four different directions and they arrived with other birds in the springtime. So they have one for each direction. West is a black bird. North is red. East is yellow. South is white. And no one apparently has seen the entire bird in dreams and visions. Uh, people just see parts of it. And throughout all people's dreams and visions, they have pieced together what this bird looks like. And it can grant some people powers, protect us from reptilian monsters. Ancest- they are said to be ancestors from the human race and rule the upper world, protecting us from the great horned serpent 
and sometimes they can change their appearance by becoming a little boy. And how they become a little boy is they take their feathers off and they put place the beak on their head um. and now they're a little boy. But apparently they can only speak backwards. That's very unsettling. Um, yeah. And then I do have some stories, but I think at this point I don't need to share. Maybe next week I'll share the little stories of the people that have seen Thunderbird. Hello. I don't think I'm going to read the porta potty one. Oh, no. I, Why? Okay, fine. I will. Fine. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Says it's called Help. I'm trapped inside a porta potty. Yes. I was reaching for my phone when it happened. Stupid phone. As I was opening the door, I tripped, tumbling headfirst down the hole. <laughs> no way. The taste, of sh- holes. the taste of shit was repugnant. The smell was worse. <laughs> it wasn't just fecal matter that found its way into my mouth. I'd consider myself lucky if that were the case. <laughs> Blue dye and barf, bits of corn uh, and refried beans, plus stringy <laughs> lumps of stool. Disgusting. Shit and piss had a baby and I was delivering it. Oh no, this guy really likes poop. <laughs> when Why I pulled myself like out, I was beyond recognition. Defecation and dung devoured me. <laughs> I'm a small man. (laughs) I don't know why that's the part that got me, but it did. (laughs) This guy's good shit. Skinny with gangly arms and toothpick legs. The runt of the litter, if you will. I'm no Hulk. If I were, maybe I wouldn't be in this mess. (laughs) Wiping the feculence off my face was futile. I was filthy. (laughs) Making matters worse, a large circle stained my crotch. I pissed myself. Self-pity grabbed me by the cojones. My mind went into overdrive. It was the hottest part of the day. Steam wafted from the torturesome turds like a thick fog. Putrid particles pounced my nostrils, leaving me aghast. It was already a crappy day. Now this? (laughs) He did not! (laughs) You see, after an arduous day at the office, full of surprise board meetings and random meltdowns by disgruntled co-workers... I grabbed an extra large coffee for the drive home. Oh, not the Big coffee. mistake. <laughs> what is his deal? The traffic crawled. At some point when my bladder was about to burst, I pulled over to a side road and came upon an abandoned construction site. I was preparing to pee on the side of the road when I noticed it. The pink porta potty. I tripped on my way in, but I already told you that. (laughs) And went head first into the shit. (laughs) The sound of laughter greeted me at once. A crowd had gathered. I shrugged. Ha ha, a childish prank. Trapping me inside the poo-poo station for shits and giggles. (laughs) How cute. For 
shits and giggles. <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> for a moment, I relished in it. I can take a joke, but let's get this over with, shall we? Wearily, I reached for the handle. I was stuck. No matter how hard I tried, it wouldn't budge. Let me out of here, I shouted, pounding on the door. A rusty voice responded. Sorry, boy, I like you just where you are. What? The crowd chortled. Chortlin? Chortled? I don't we know. We don't know. We don't know. Don't get any on ya, someone snickered. <laughs> Looks like you're up shit's creek without <laughs> any TP. Did this guy get bullied? I think so. <laughs> There's something so wrong with this dude. <laughs> they were having bullied. a ball at my expense, no less. And sure enough, when I checked in the toilet dispenser was empty. <laughs> it dawned on me that there may be a hidden camera in here. Ugh, kill me now. I've never been more humiliated in my life. Making matters worse, this is a rural area. The cell service is fine, but the idea of being rescued seemed fruitless as wiping the stool from my heavily soiled work shirt. <laughs> soiled. Just as I thought things couldn't get worse, the porta potty started moving. Is a porta potty what? alive? Like the trees? The rusty voice shouted, On one, two, three! Suddenly I was airborne and the porta potty was tipping over. Okay. My f face crashed into the soap dispenser as a fury of feculence went flying. <laughs> Before I knew it, the dwelling <laughs> dropped exit first and the contents of the crapper came crashing down on me. I was trapped. The crowd hurrahed, then quickly dispersed, leaving me alone to wallow in my shit-infested misery. <laughs> Tears spilled like diarrhea. <laughs> my urine-soaked <laughs> jeans were caked in crap. My hair knotted with feces. Calm down, I told myself, in between bouts of hysteria. Crouching as to not hit my head on the low-lying ceiling, I sat on the side of the urinal. Good thing I'm small. This would be impossible for a larger person. I took a deep breath, regretting it immediately. The smell was nauseating. What I needed was a plan. Fast. Soon it'll be dark and the coyotes will arrive. What? And they want to eat that shit. <laughs> exactly. Coyotes are known for eating shit. Yeah, what? Okay. The only way I could think of out was through the toilet. If I could squeeze inside, maybe I could shimmy my way to freedom. There's bound to be an exit somewhere. Reluctantly, I peeked inside and regretted it immediately. Clearly, this toilet hadn't been cleaned in a very long time. Something splashed. I wasn't alone. Snake! Oh. Maybe it was a rattler, maybe not. It was too dark to tell. Frantically, you, you I reached for my phone. You don't need to see phone. it, you hear it. Yeah. It was too dark to tell if it was a rattling or not. <laughs> you know the insidious device that landed me in this predicament in the first place? He's blaming his phone for being a fucking klutz. Yeah. <laughs> and turned on the flashlight. I went searching for the belly-crawling beast. 
it wasn't difficult to imagine some revolting reptiles getting its way into my drawers. Although I could... (laughs) This guy's wild. And although I could hear the snake slithering through the slippery sewage, I still couldn't catch sight of it. Somehow this made it worse. Fear turned to anger. Anger turned to strength. (laughs) Using the... Using the toilet seat as a base, I sprung forward, crashing the top of the border body. (laughs) It made a small dent, so I lunged again and again, almost knocking myself out in the process. I kicked and clawed and scraped and scoured until my fingers bled, all the while screaming for help. Nothing. You're probably wondering why I didn't call someone. That's the real kicker. You see, I'm a loner. I I moved up here recently looking for affordable housing. I have yet to make any friends. Yes, I'm liked amongst my coworkers, but not on a let's grab a drink. He's always around shit. No one wants to be around the dude that has like shit coming out of him. Has a shit fetish. Yeah, literally. He gets to work and asks everyone how their daily shit was. Did you have a shit today? Yes, I'm like my, amongst my coworkers, but not on a let's grab a drink after work basis. Plus, I don't have their digits, so I couldn't reach out even if I wanted to. Their digits? You call their digits. He probably asked for him like that, and that's Correct. why nobody gave it to him. I sulked. Could this day get any worse? He's always well, sulking. Against, honestly. Well, leaning against the slow-dripping crap can, wondering what to do next, I recalled a a story my mother told me of her grandfather. It seemed funny at the time, not so much now. Gramps was stationed in France during the war. One night, while his army buddies were out on the town enjoying some bevies... Some bevies, you know? I want to die. Grandpa needed to relieve himself. He found an outhouse. Somehow, while removing his trousers, his wallet fell in the toilet. This wallet contained important documents. His army buddies lowered him into the bowels of the bunko booth, each holding a leg. Unable to see, Gramps used his hands to navigate through the feces until he finally found his wallet. What is his deal? Where are we going with this? I don't know. When they pulled him out, he was beyond recognition. His smell was inexcusable. They called him Shithouse Shelby after that. Sometimes they would sing To Shit Upon a Star and have a good laugh. Recalling the story certainly didn't cheer me up, but it helped me pass the time. So yeah, that's how I landed myself in this predicament. I'm still stuck inside the porta potty. It's getting late, and I'm alone and scared. I tried calling nine one one, but the service is disabled. I even called the local police station, and they put me on hold. <laughs> Imagine my rage. While on hold, my phone dinged its unwelcome warning at twenty percent battery life. It's an old phone. It dies fast. And says, "I'm please help. I'm freaking out. It's pitch black in here and I smell like raw sewage. If there's any good Samaritan out there, please come rescue me. There's no way I'll make it through the night. I'm terribly thirsty. My lips and tongue are bone dry. Worse, I've got to pee. 
that extra large coffee has really come back to bite me in the ass. Oh, this is the last place there. that At I want to pee. Didn't he pee himself? You can't piss he on yourself. Earlier piss himself. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, sure he pissed himself earlier. Once you're at that point, fuck it, right? Oh, what's another piece? It says if you're traveling over along Highway Seven north of Barrie, Ontario, and see a pink porta potty flipped on its side, please turn it up right. Let me out. I'll pay you. And then it says, gotta, in battery life, 13%, gotta go. But before I go, I promise you this, if I make it out alive, I'm never set foot in a porty potty again. Like he's gonna die? Like he's gonna be stuck in the porta potty forever. This man is a crazy person. I love him. That is the end of that story. That was it? <laughs> that was it. It was a very short story. He's wildin'. He is he fucking is. crazy. Look what we have stumbled upon. <laughs> I want I want to subscribe to him. Yeah. <laughs> That's some good cringeworthy shit, not gonna lie. Amazing. Perfect. Well, thank you for listening. This episode was a little bit different because me and Kyla found the cringiest person in the world. It's definitely weird. Um, definitely weird we're definitely Definitely we we moved away from the suspicious part of the podcast and went straight just just uh if you're into feces and fecal matter (laughs) look no further yeah we got you there this is gonna be the most listened to episode of the podcast and uh this is gonna what's gonna take us off (laughs) (laughs) just us reading this man's reddit stories are are going to uh to skyrocket us to fame. <sighs> okay. Well, we already did everything else. Um, have a good night. Thank you. Have a great evening. Goodbye. Goodbye.